It is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. She joined us this morning. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. Uh, hi, Simi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, That's good. Let's talk about those markets this morning. How are they doing? Yeah, markets uh, were positive, but have since turned negative. We've got the S&P uh, up 2.8% uh, over the past week. The TSX is fairly flat. Um, you know, we saw a four-day winning streak, so you have to expect, uh, you know, some sort of uh, volatility coming into the markets, especially because, you know, the U.S. economic stimulus package still hasn't been approved. I mean, Trump has said that uh, he's not going to, you know, continue talks until after the election, but then he tweets a bit. And so you're seeing this kind of uh, choppiness out there. Um, but also we're getting earnings. Earnings uh, have started in the U.S. We saw some financials report. J.P. Morgan uh, did very well, as did Goldman Sachs. But then you have Bank of America and Wells Fargo. They both uh, missed. Um, you know, and we're going to see earnings season um, really pick up speed here over the next couple of weeks. And I think what we're going to see is, you know, some companies are going to really hit it out of the park and some are, are going to miss. And I guess the one thought I have, too, is just, you know, where are expectations in terms of analysts and, and will companies miss those expectations? Uh, and, of course, there was news on Apple as well this week, uh, the unveiling of the iPhone 12, which is big news out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they're talking about that it's going to be faster, it's going to be the phones are going to be more durable. Uh, but I think one thing that people are not going to be happy with is they're no longer including charging adapters with the new phones. And uh, what they said is that, uh, well, it's, it's going to make the boxes lighter. They're more environmentally friendly to ship. So, I mean, I don't know how uh, consumers feel about that. But the stock uh, is up 66% year to date uh, and still up 8% for the month, although it uh, did come down now when the news was unveiled about the new phone. I would have a problem with that because I'm thinking you're paying so much money and you don't get the charger with the phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, I don't know uh, why they decided to keep that one out. Uh, but again, I mean, after having so many iPhones, I probably have uh, too many chargers uh, sitting in these drawers here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, let's talk about the market then, because as you were saying, not bad, but did, so did the gains continue? Because they had a pretty good week, right? Yeah, they did, uh, you know, gains were strong there for a bit and markets were up quite a bit, especially in certain sectors like technology was really taking off and, and has been consumer discretionary. Uh, but again, as we've talked about, I mean, the U.S. election is, is around the corner. Uh, Biden continues to lead in the polls by about 10 points, so not much change there. Um, you know, and in COVID-19, I mean, we're seeing that um, some of these advanced trials uh, have been paused over the past few days, which also caused um, some jitters in the markets. Um, you know, and then we're seeing elevated numbers over the long weekend, uh, not just in the U.S., but here in Canada. I mean, we've seen uh, the Ford government in Toronto announce that it's going to reintroduce restrictions, you know, prohibiting indoor dining at bars, restaurants, and, um, you know, for 20, in Ottawa for 28 days as well, and closing other facilities, including yeah. gyms, casinos, movie theaters. So, you know, I mean, we're lucky here in Vancouver that we haven't seen that yet, uh, but uh, it could be around the corner if, if things get worse here as well. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that Canadian picture then let's talk about Canadian unemployment. Uh, now, I know that a lot of people were kind of pleasantly surprised by those jobs numbers. 
Yeah, you know, we saw that 378,000 jobs were created in September, so that was beating um, expectations of only 150,000. So the unemployment rate has dropped here in Canada from about 10.2% from the previous month to about 9%. So so that's really good news. We've recovered approximately uh, 2.3 million jobs. Uh, of the 3 million jobs that were lost in March and April, and the other kind of good news was that it was actually more permanent jobs that were, were coming back um, versus part time work uh, and where we've seen things been added is manufacturing and education and a few of these other areas and so going forward we want to see that come down but now when you're look, kind of looking at the future and seeing that there are further kind of shutdowns or lockdowns already in Toronto and in other areas in Canada uh, obviously that will affect uh, employment numbers going forward so so again this might be short-lived uh, these great numbers right. uh, so we'll have to see over the coming weeks and months. Okay let's talk about about investing and investing mistakes that people make. So I'm sure people get very excited. There's so many commercials, Laurie, that shows that, oh, anybody can do this, right? Just take charge and do it yourself. But it's hard. Yeah, it's not easy. Otherwise, everybody would, uh, right. would do what uh, I do. But uh, the fact of the matter is there's a lot of uh, kind of common mistakes that investors make. And uh, those who are trying to go it alone, uh, I think, have it very difficult in terms of the type of market that we're in. Because, you know, it can seem like everything is going so well only for, you know, a tweet to come out or some news globally. And markets can shift very quickly. And the pace of that shift is just unbelievable sometimes, you know. And there's no red light uh, going off there and saying you need to get out of markets. But some of these mistakes that we see are, you know, people don't understand the investment that they're in. So not just the companies are invested in, but there are fancy products out there, structured products, things like that, that you need to be careful of, in my opinion, and you just need to understand them and what the risks really are. Um, you want to avoid ta- timing the market, per se. So what that means to me is, you know, trying to go to 100% cash before the election and wait till after. I mean, it's okay to have some powder dry as I say, but to really get completely out of the market because of a political event to me isn't, isn't uh, you're not being an investor, you're being more of a gambler. Um, falling in love with a company is another one. I often say to people when they come to me with their portfolio and they have a whole bunch of stocks that they've chosen, I say, are you in love with any of these stocks? <laughs> and right. they often say, no, oh, but this one, you know, I make good money on it or I've been down for years on it. I want to continue to hold it. Uh, well, knowing when to cut your losses, that's another one. Investors really have a hard time doing, especially if you've chosen your own stocks, um, uh, which is different than if someone chose them for you. But if you're down on a position, remember, uh, maybe there's a reason for that, and maybe you shouldn't be owning it. Uh, there might be a stronger horse to get on in order to make that loss back. And again, diversifying your portfolio. That's another um, another thing to look at because, you know, even with technology doing so well this year, you know, some people go, oh, well, why don't I just own Amazon? and Microsoft and Apple. Well, you know, there could be a year where all of those uh, don't do well. So you definitely want to be diversified uh, in terms of asset classes as well as industries and other categories. That would be my opinion on that. It sounds like some people just get too emotionally connected to things, right? Like, oh, it's cool to own some Apple stock. Therefore, I want to keep owning Apple stock. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they always say the markets are run by fear and greed, and I can't uh, stress that enough. I mean, when things are going well, people are excited. People want to take on more risk. When things are not going well, people do exactly the opposite. They want to take no risk. And, you know, you think back to March and and how serious that situation was, not just with our health concerns, but as well as the markets and that crash. And, you know, I mean, there was a time there where you should have been buying uh, and not selling, but there was very few people on, you know, March 23rd calling me going, 
going, oh, I can't wait to invest more money. <laughs> but, <laughs> but really, you know, that would have been the, the time. And I mean, for us, we did start investing kind of a week after that low just because of the stimulus that was coming out from the government. But again, we got questions from clients. Why would you be investing some money now? Um, and the reason was is because we've been through market crashes before. They don't last forever. Uh, and it's okay to put some money back to work when things are low. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, is that when you kind of go bargain hunting? Uh, yes, we go bargain hunting, but again, we really thought logically about the situation back then in terms of you know what companies, what industries are going to continue to do well uh, when things open back up because the world had changed, we had to change with it. Uh, we've probably you know done sixty five or more trades since March right. um, in the portfolios. Again, adjusting it to the current market environment, opposed to other people who are in more of a buy and hold strategy, uh, and their advisors did nothing, and they're still owning banks and they're still owning oil stocks, well, you know, those people are all still down year to date. So you definitely had to have an advisor that made changes uh, this year in order to right. uh, be positive. All right, Laurie, thank you for your time today. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Laurie Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, you can contact the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team directly. Their number is 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.